a way as Americans to say we have heart and we care. And although the larger structure above us doesn't give a fuck about us because we are just consumers running around and they just want us to spend money, we have to know in our hearts that it isn't about the money. It doesn't take money to take care of people. The money's already there. It's just the allocation of the funds. There's no reason why we can't have bathrooms for people to go potty in in San Francisco. There's no reason why we can't be housing people. Amen to that one. There's no reason why we cannot provide food and access to food, to healthy choices and food for people in this entire country. It's that we don't want to. And we have to examine like how far have we gotten away from our constitution and how we misinterpret it. And are we going back to the days of, yeah, when it was written, those guys weren't talking about women or black people or brown people or yellow people or purple people. They were talking about white people, white male landowners. That's what they were talking about. So we're already changing the constitution in our own minds to suit our own needs. We're already doing that. So let's look at the words, we the people, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, boom. Yeah, but again the sad reality is some people like myself aren't aren't people to other people in their eyes you know we're still chattel right you know and and this go this goes along with like when we're talking about um uh, what's his face getting pushed? Oh, right. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. You know, Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry. Thank you. Like fantastically. How, he's playing really fantastic. Like Lowry. that's all they see him as just to entertain mm. and how you're not human. So I'm just going to shove you tap dancers. Yeah. Ta- <laughs> yeah. Tap, 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 tap. Um, yeah. You know, that, that, that's just like the abuse that how certain people are treated just by an just owner. Be- that's even more like ownership by an owner of the other. That's like, that's a uh, slave you're so mean. Master. Yeah, exactly. You're that's- so meaningless to you because I own you. Yeah. I'm an that's- owner. I own the team, therefore I own you. And that's not true because you're being paid a salary. I mean, and they're doing a great job. But but I feel that same way about, about NFL. I feel oh, like it's, I, a, it's yes. a slavery oh, thing. Oh, that is a plantation for you. And, I fucking do not then, like the Negro Football League. And then with all of the, all of the concussions, stuff and they knew about it for years yes. and there was a cover-up and they were still like ah let them hit each other and then even with after like ptsd and wife beating and all these crazy neurological yes. changes because of concussions and amnesia and all of these yeah yeah mm-hmm. alzheimer's and dementia and early onset things are very big problems when they knew about they it. knew about That's it the thing they've and they're still not about doing it. anything about well, it. it's the same thing with vietnam it's the same thing in 65 we knew it was an unwinnable war they knew it they got the letters they they the mccarthy they knew and uh, McNamara, and they we didn't do anything about it, and we still haven't done anything about it. And that lasted it. for another ten years yeah. after 1965. Yeah, and we and we still haven't done anything about it. So, like, you got to think if these are things that we already know about, and nothing's been done about. Look at all the things that we don't even know about, and what's not going to happen about. Like, what are the inside underground shit things that are happening? Like, is is there a room in the White House right now where they're fucking talking about like? the global warming like and they're like we got to keep negating it everybody you've got to keep negating it because we've got to get these borders intact we've got to get these borders set up we got to get this done and locked in so that when the 20 million people do try to seek asylum from the fucking sun <laughs> there we're not going to let them in like 
Well, I mean, that's already happening with the people that are migrating uh, here from Central America because mm. it's what we did to Central America and what we still are doing to Central America. And then the fact of the matter, there's so much poverty mm. and people are getting murdered and slaughtered. And then also, too, food again people are starving you know so it, i mean again that goes into that umbrella of a climate change as well so we are closing the borders on these migrants coming through mexico and trying to get to us where before we would take them in so we, we've already started that yeah and have that, a heart and that America. hasn't even been a million people yeah yeah so that's not even that scary influx, but again, it's that fucking racist white supremacy idea of like, we don't want to take those others because we want to keep it pure here. That's crazy, but we have a, such a big country. So like when 4 million new immigrants stream into England and they're trying to deal with it and they're a small country, we won't even take any. We're like not even 10,000. We don't want anything. And, and but it's, we just have to change our mindset. We are, hey, we all live on the earth together, everybody. We know it now, we know the truth because we have the technology to see the truth. And so, but open some people your don't eyes. want to. Some people don't want to. Some some people just have so much fucking hate in their heart. Just just kill yourself. I don't even think it's hate. I think it's just they want to keep their money. Well, there are I mean, people with money that want to keep their money. There's that, but there's also two people who don't have money, right. who there's, don't, who just have so much fucking hate. Yeah, because if that person wasn't around, then I something would be better for my life. Bang. If it, they're somehow stealing my opportunity, bang. Without there them, if they didn't exist, I'd be doing so well. Yeah. Nah, if they didn't exist, you'd still be a pile of dog shit. Pretty much. <laughs> That's fine. And with that, <laughs> We've just the AltaCast goes back to dog shit. <laughs> hey, uh, do something. Don't vote for that uh, pile of dog shit. Speak out. Wear a fuck Trump something. And uh, care about your fellow man, everybody. I don't mean, be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. It's San Francisco. Okay, bye. Friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. But <laughs> I speaking of personal problems and technology, my phone's not working, so. Hello there, my friends out at Mutiny Radio. Chester Cashcock here, giving you my loving regards as well as Moofy's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe oh, my tushy with, so to wipe it off. For <laughs> it's in duty, this. 
And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer cottage on the mountain ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show. One of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz, Latin, gospel, hip-hop, and traditional folk ballads. Great stuff. Check it out. Labor and Love is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve somebody. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. 
Franciski. If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find Counter Offer, offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini. And creamy-licious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They get them. And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads going to come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Brenda's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son! Welcome. Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5. Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, punk rock and schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Bender's is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Bender's Bar and Grill. This is Tusha Matters with Mutiny Radio. Big up to the number one station, the ruling nation. Give it to me every time. Ah! Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be... Watch if you want to, you can slap Spiegelman's behind. L-W-A-F-L-M-N-O-Y-T on Mutiny Radio. Mutiny. Mutiny! It's pronounced Mutiny. Mutiny! No, it's, it's pronounced Mutiny. Mutiny! Oh, my turn-offs are guys who say Mutiny. Mutiny? Well, let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman, 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 Mike
L-O-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That acronym, you're right. It does stand for Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. What up, dude? What up, dude? We're going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube. We want you to watch the movie and listen to our podcast at the same time. And that way, uh, we ruin podcasts and movies at the same time. <laughs> There's a lot of great movies that posted on YouTube. Some of them are more well-known than others. Well, More well-known than others. Carl, what's the movie this week? We are watching Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko. Uh, let's see. What? what? Yeah, I know. Why is it on YouTube? Uh, just put Donnie Darko full movie in your search, and you will come up with the channel Film Rise Movies. All right. Okay. Okay. D-O-N-N-I-E. D-O-N-N-I-E. Look, people are dumb. D-I-R-K-O, Darko. I'm sorry, Mike. You're dirty. <laughs> oh, Donnie Darko. You know that typical American game, Darko. How many Darkos did you know growing up? You knew a shitload, right? You got the Scullies and the Darkos and everything. Yeah. Montclair. Single person named Darko, but I'm not part of this movie. So we want to go ahead and click Donnie Darko dash whole movie. This is hosted by Film Rise Movies, which I subscribe to starting now. Uh, Go ahead and hit pause. Move the little timer to the left so you're at zero, zero, zero. And I'm very excited. So once again, Donnie Darko, full movie, and we like the channel, channel Film Rise. And all right, so let's get this started. I am I am ready. It was a live show. We're very excited to have Paul here as our countdown gentleman. Let's get ready to Brumba. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's get ready to Brumba. Okay, so let's get ready to Brumba. And now. What you've all been waiting for, master of the descending numerals. The countdown king himself. Would you please welcome Mr. Paul Brumbaugh? All right, guys, you know the drill. Put that finger right over that triangle and do it in three, two, one, go. You better be at zero, zero, zero. Film Rise. They just added their logo to the top. Yeah, I wonder if they distributed this movie. I don't think so. I think they're hosting it. They've been hosting this movie since 2019. Cool year, Darko. Yeah. Dark year. Uh, Flower Films made it. And no. Yeah. Ooh, Pandora. Going to video is when this uh, was a hit. Not a hit in the... I do notice that this movie is available free on our friend's YouTube movies. Yeah. We never watched. Yeah, well, we don't watch movies on YouTube video, on YouTube channel. Hey, what number, what, what timing are you on? I'm at ten, uh, 52 oh, shut seconds. shut up, you. Don't okay, you said flower movie. Like, that's ridiculous. That's like 10 seconds from now. Okay. I'm in a minute and three, four, five, yeah. six. Okay. I'm the same thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I see suburbia. Okay, what no, do you see? I see California. This is supposed to be Virginia. It would not be this hilly in Middlesex, Virginia. So I see California. This is Virginia? And I West see Virginia? a guy in... This is West Virginia. No, this is... um. 
This is supposed to be Middlesex vagina, and it's not. It's uh, California, shot in L.A. Interesting. Also, it's supposed to be the 1980s, but, it's clear, but it was not shot during that time period either. Oh, it's a sleepy bicyclist. It was not shot in the 80s, and there's one anachronism in songs. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. With that terrible Fears for Fears cover? No, that was appropriate. That was nineteen, you know, earlier than eighty-eight. So this was supposed to be nineteen eighty-eight. The director, by the way, was like twenty-two when he made this movie, so he had no idea what the eighties were like. Yeah, that's true. He he made he it at it. like twenty-five or something. It really was a yeah. zero to sixty. Um, that, that's not the right word. Uh, yeah, zero to sixty in five seconds uh, story, you know. And what Drew Barrymore is a lot behind it. Well, she produced this movie, and she's one of the actors. Yeah, but she's an actress. Oh right. Oh, I thought you said Andrew Barrymore. I'm sorry. Yeah, Andrew Barrymore plays Mrs. <laughs> okay, so here it says Love Will Tear Us Apart by Joy Division appears in the film during the party. I'll we'll get to that. With Gretchen upstairs, yeah. released in 1995. Oops. Middlesex, Middlesex Halloween Carnival. Oh, wow. Oh, Carnival. Ooh. Now, Ooh, Halloween movie. Here comes a red, yes, yeah, suburbia. Here comes a red car. See it? Okay. In yes. there is a rabbit, <laughs> but not yet. Oh, is this a guy in the costume or is mm-hmm. it just a rabbit? Yep. Oh, wow. So, so you have to watch this movie a couple times. <laughs> so we've learned that Donnie Darko is a troubled boy who sleeps in the middle of the road. And now we're learning right. what a f- how much fun his family is. Yeah, the dad blasts him, his wife with a lawnmower up the uh, ass. That was, uh, it's, it's actually the daughter, and she is Donnie's sister in real life, too. Oh, she's Maggie to his shake. Yes. And here we have the youngin. She will go on to make a sequel called S. Darko. Which I've looked for on YouTube since we started the show four years ago. It's Every there, week it's I there. type in S. Darko. It's there. It's there. Yeah, you... What, the full-length movie? Yeah, S. Darko. Where is Donnie? What is Donnie? Oh, this is this okay. Is I gotta nonsense. play this part. I gotta play the audio. Oh, I missed it. I missed it. She goes, I'm voting for Dukakis. <laughs> Starting shit at the table. Dave, man, you had to be bored of living in the 88 to experience it, mm-hmm. right? You can't watch like 88 and try to make it up. This guy's a genius. I hope he makes good movies after this. No, no. Um, Look, I like him. I like him. He's a good kid. He's a good kid. But no, he goes on to write uh, something called Domino. It's like an L.A. bounty hunter thing. And Right. And he did something called Southland Tales, which I put in my DVD to see what it's like. Oh, he did? Good. good. Tell me what you think when you watch that movie. At least tell me what you think after the first hour. Then tell me what you think after the second hour. And then finally, tell me what you think after the last 90 minutes. And then I would love to hear your... 
Okay, now we learned that Donnie has <laughs> go, takes medication and, and he goes to a shrink. And they're fighting and they're cursing in front of the little daughter. <laughs> he goes, you're such like a, a fuck-ass. <laughs> he goes, she's like, what is a fuck-ass? There you go. Donnie, Donnie. Settle down, kids. Watch, listen to this one. All ears. You yeah, are behind me. Look. So now we I get the teenaged angst, like, get out of my room, I'm reading, you know, that sort of thing. I would like to know where you go at night, you know. He's troubled. And so they're going to fight. And then when she leaves and closes the door, he actually calls her a bitch. But he kind of doesn't mean it. Right. Well, look, doesn't he die from a airplane crashing into his house? I mean, yep. you know, that's got some fun. Yeah. Don't want to ruin this movie for you. but <laughs> No, but, like, it, that's a good thing that he dies in the crash. <laughs> it's a good thing. It's a good thing. He doesn't want to die. He's all like, yeah, fuck it. Let's keep he, this movie going. He wants to die. He okay, should... look, what's happening is he's going to actually go into a tangent universe just like our own that's fated to die and save the real universe. Okay, so he wants to die. Sacrifice. Oh. No, he doesn't. Listen, he, he there's a time when it goes out of joint. He has the ability not to die. He knows the right thing to do is die. And he's like, fucking, I'm going to go to a Halloween party. I'm going to go watch Evil Dead. Right? I mean, he, he does both of those times. things. Oh, I should check out that guy in the costume. I got to go to the party to see it first. The guy in the costume uh, is actually the sister's uh, boyfriend. And so at one point, Donnie sees his real face. And I just don't understand why he doesn't go, you're the boyfriend. Right. Oh, Mike Dukakis. There he is. Dukakis. Now, Mike, something yeah. is about to happen, which will create a tangent universe. Oh, it's during the uh, debate from 88? Oh, no. Let's hear this. Oh, so where's the beef lady? Is going to get some beef and seems to be a lot of whack. All right, here we go. Team Read minus. my lips. October 2nd, 1988. October 2nd, 1988. Did you home? catch that? Yes, my birthday is October 1st, Carl. I'm still waiting for the, the happy birthday, you know, from 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who's sleepwalking? Uh, Estarco. Is it Estarco? It is D. Darko. Estarco. And you know why he's sleepwalking is because a rabbit told him, like, come here, Donnie. So he's like, yes, I, uh, I hear and obey. Carl, we're watching the same movie. What fucking rabbit? <laughs> this is rabbit. He is the manipulated dead. And he is going to manipulate Donnie, the manipulated living. Uh, I said that wrong. Yeah. Well, look how young he is. God, it's driving me nuts. 
Now, did you see he just grabbed a magic marker? Yeah. yeah. And he's out the door. Oh, right. He's going to, like, fuck up Patrick Swayze. I totally forgot about that. He's going to draw a mustache on him while he sleeps at night. It's a very funny scene. <laughs> hey, who mustaches Swayze? That was... The manipulated marker. Okay, I'm going to put on some audio because so you can hear the rap. All right. There's the rap. Creepy as fuck. a long movie. I don't know if I want to wait that long. <laughs> it's 28 days, and that's how long it really, in real life, took to shoot this film. Isn't that funny? Oh, yeah, I guess so. Look, this is just like the 80s. We used to fall asleep with the TV snow, and then we would have sodas by our bed. Oh, that's a, a lamp. Okay, now that something's about to happen to create a tangent universe. You ready? Uh-huh. Is it going to be an airplane crash? No, Michael! What? It's it not an airplane. It's just a jet engine. So it lands in Donnie Darko's bedroom, but he's not there because the rabbit told him to leave the house. Bingo. And said, 28 days, 6 hours, 42 minutes, and 12 seconds from now, the world will end. I don't really have time, man. I just, this is an hour and 90 minute movie already. No, I wish it was 90. It's, it's a two hour movie. God, I'm really going to push this. Okay, guess what? We are now in a tangent universe. Oh, he woke up in the golf course of a tangent universe? With Patrick Swayze. You know it's an alternative universe of Patrick Swayze standing over you. Look at him. Swayze looks pretty good. Yeah, he does. Magic marker in his hand, and look what he wrote. 28 days, 6 hours, 42 minutes, and 12 seconds, Michael. You can make it. What's with this weird font on his hand and then in the placards? They're like October 22nd. It looks like, I don't know. What you know, the font really? of the movie looks kind of Arabic, you see. Now, this movie released one month after 9-11. They changed the poster to not look Arabic. Interesting. They also took out the World Trade Center reference. <laughs> um, also, the, the ad had a crashing plane, you know, so oh, they yeah, couldn't right. really advertise it. It was hardly – nobody came to the theater to watch this movie because they didn't know about it. Because it was also a crashing plane in 9-11, what you're saying. That's what serious. they thought, yeah. This thing was going to go straight to video at one point, and then Cinemax was like, well, we'll buy it. There's a lot of stars, you know. Yeah, right. You got Noah from ER, and you got <laughs> the Dylan Hall. <laughs> and you got, you got the dad from fucking uh, Donnie Darko. Look at him, man. <laughs> and the dad from Donnie Darko's in it. <laughs> like and I that little that girl actually. from S. Darko. <laughs> yeah, right. This is like the prequel. Now, the prequel look, Mike, Africa. look, they walk right under the engine. They would never do that in real life for insurance right. reasons alone. 
Also, wouldn't there be like a lot? Well, I guess these are the federales. This is a federal matter. It's FAA. Now, look, you see the fat guy with sunglasses? Uh-huh. Is that Seth Rogen? Yes, Seth Rogen. You will see him uh, in a red jumpsuit spying on the family later. Oh, okay. Sure. I guess uh, it's explained in the director's cut. Now, look, you see, that is the artifact. That made the Tangent Universe. It's made of metal. Right. That's very important. Very important. And it could have killed. That's very important, too. It should have killed. You this see, the artifact, whenever there's a time loop like this, there is an artifact, and usually it's a weapon. This time it was a jet engine, but it sure could have killed him. So what do you mean? So if there's a time loop, right? It's because there's a gun involved, or it's... let's say I'm in a time loop. Carl, let's say I'm in a time loop. All right, all right. All right, Rain Man. Okay. Oh, okay. I time the fourth dimension is a very stable place. The primary universe is very stable, but sometimes it gets corrupted. And when it does, it a part of it goes into a tangent universe. It creates a duplicate copy that's not stable. And it's gonna the world is gonna end in like about a month, three weeks, you know. It's oh, always it's different. Not stable. Right. But some weird force takes a person who's died and makes and makes them manipulate a living person to save the primary universe. It's going to make like a black hole and it's going to swallow up the primary universe unless Donnie does his job. Oh, which will uh, eliminate the tangent universe and stabilize the mm. primary universe. Mike, Earth you're Prime. talking to Carl Sagan. You're exactly right. So I get it. So the the superheroes that exist on this world exist mm -hmm. in Prime, and the superheroes from sixty years ago exist on Earth Two, and then the superheroes that existed during World War Two are in Earth Three, and then you have the evil superheroes, which is Earth Four, where the superheroes are supervillains, and the supervillains are superheroes. Oh wait, here's Seth Rogen. <laughs> okay, here's Seth Rogen. Okay, now. Donnie has two like nondescript friends. They're just there as plot points to be his friends when he needs to be around friends. And look, see this girl? She's right. a very sweet girl. Her name's like Tanita or something. She only ever says, shut up, shut up. And she's really a sweetheart who gets picked on. Um, right. Yeah, so throughout the film, we're going to get to know her a little bit only with that shut up, but she's hurt inside. Then she does this very pretty dance. And then Donnie says something nice to her. She's just part of it. They're being a jerk to her right now. And she's going, shut up! We're in a parallel universe. Yes, we're in a parallel universe. Okay, here's yeah, a very nice scene. Whoa, the old back of the school bus camera yeah. angle. <laughs> this guy's a genius. Oh, look at this. He's just swaying confidence. Richard Kelly, film director, Stern R. He did a good job with this. Yes, oh, there's bad job. guy bully. Oh, him and Seth Rogen are the him and Seth Rogen are the bad guys. You'll see. Yeah, but he talks, right? Seth Rogen does not speak a word in this movie. Yeah, he does. The first thing he says is, "I like your tits." That's Betty. <laughs> He's right, gonna. Be, oh, Betty. there's love interest. Love interest, and look. 
You know what, Mike? Even though she's alive right now, she's one of the manipulated dead. Seth Rogen giving cocaine. Cocaine. Canadian cocaine. There's the principle. Look at this one shot and sped up and shit. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> I said when I saw this movie, I was like, "What the fuck? Who directed this movie?" <laughs> He's. It was old. It's probably your age. No, it was eighty. No, but he. He listen. This guy's younger than us. Yeah, I know. Around any age. I this know. Is all his imagination. There's Patrick oh, Swayze looking great. It looks great. But I don't get this. He's a national like cult guy, but he's hanging around this one particular high school. No, he just hit now. He lives in the community and his book took off and his tapes are selling. He's new uh, he's the new rich. Oh, here's Andrew Barrymore. It's Noah Wiley Andrew Barrymore. Andrew looks like a ghost. Well, yeah, I guess. He's good in this movie. Uh-oh, sparkle motion. They're all doing star search. It's really well done. It's really well done. And look how nice this is. Look at this. Yeah. Look at this hug. It's all well done. Well, people used to hug in the movie four times. It's not no, awkward. not like that. Okay, now look. Drew composes herself, and she goes to be a teacher. Uh-huh, and then, then this movie sticks his head up his ass. Watership Town is a book about, uh, I guess, bunny <laughs> rabbits and brownies and sinking ships. Okay, look, right? no, What's it's Graham Greene. No, 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 it's Graham Greene, whose birthday is uh-huh. also October 2. And he wrote a book called The Destructors, in which they flood an old man's house and burn his money. What? That's anarchy. <laughs> Donnie thinks you know, it's okay. You, Donnie thinks they were just you know, trying to see what happens when you make the world crazy. Oh, when you burn down shit, Cheat. Oh, that's very cheap. Donnie will burn down sheet. He does. He fucking tortures he like fuck up the he fucks up the school pretty badly. He fucks up the school and he fucks up Patrick Swayze. He does. He does a number of Patrick Swayze. But what see, I get is like, so he's a, yeah. He's the manipulated mm-hmm. living, so he's got some superpowers he doesn't know about. He can conjure fire. He can do telekinesis. He can. can he has super strength. But listen, during the real universe, he just kind of sleepwalks and, and causes shit anyway, right? I mean, I guess, but he's manipulated by a rabbit. He, Gotcha. Okay, here comes love interest, the manipulated dead. And she has just been told by Drew Barrymore to sit next to the boy who you think is the cutest. Yeah, that's really weird. You know, he did, Richard Kelly did a movie called The Box, and he had Cameron Diaz as a teacher, and she was kind yeah, of weird too. Yeah, uh, 2009. Did he make another movie after that, or was it just those three movies? Uh, that's Directors. it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, he did. He did write Domino, and that's pretty good. Listen, I like this guy a lot. He just he broke in with a excellent script and a great 
Okay, she's chosen Donnie, as you can see, and a great movie that was really well done. The thing it's lacking is all this stuff I'm telling you comes from this book uh, called The Philosophy of Time Travel, and we don't see it in the movie. It's not explained. I'm not sure why it became a cult classic because it was confusing. In the director's cut, you see the Philosophy of Time Travel book. We, we should give a, a shout out to the director's cut, notorious director's cut, which uh, I, I agree, many consider it worse than the original movie. You know, I watched longer, the original but... It has like some cheesy like uh, computer special effects of like rotating skulls and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and it'll say like bleep blorp, watership down is, an, is a metaphor for bleep blorp. You know, like it just doesn't make any sense. You're supposed to see the clapboard in the reflection. Now, they're talking about the FAA and the shrink, and they're about to crash into somebody. Oh, no. Whoa. Is it the rabbit? It is not the oh, rabbit. No, I forgot about her. She's so weird time travel lady. Yeah, right? She wrote a so... book on time travel. That's right. She wrote the book, The Philosophy of Time Travel. Well, why didn't my realtor tell me how colorful my town is? I just moved in. I didn't know our sparrow lived here. <laughs> how interesting. Right, you got, hmm, you yeah. have a televangelist, cult leader, and a time travelist? In your one town. Good point, Mike. Yeah. In your Virginia. <laughs> they considered Vince Vaughn to play his part. If this film would have been interesting in time travel movie, I would have watched it. But it would have, he would have been way too old. Right. Yeah, this is kind of a golden age for the Google Hall. They, they could still kind of play a teenager. He's a pretty old. With, for uh, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg considered the part, but he also was uh, too yeah, old. Yeah, 2001. Also, he yeah. wanted to have this weird thing in which he did the character with a lisp, and, and the director was just was not going for it. Yeah, I think the director's word was, even for me, that's a little too much. Are you kidding? Gilding the lily. He's revealing to the psychiatrist that he has an imaginary friend, and that is the bunny rabbit. Now, you've seen the movie Harvey, right, with uh, Jimmy Stewart? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a a rabbit imaginary friend. Oh, this they don't, that doesn't get discussed, you know what I mean? He doesn't ever, in any interview or anything, talk. Nobody asks him that question. He never speaks to that point. Seth Rogen. Yeah, look at that, Rogen. That's all right. He looks good clean-shaven. Mm-hmm. Like he did in that uh, observe when... and report. Yeah, he was clean-shaven and excellent in that movie. It's only when he has a beard that he kind of loses. <laughs> The, the thing I liked about that observe and report is he was a completely different character. You know, he wasn't Seth Rogen, yeah, who he, we know. He was like a Danny McBride in that movie. I guess he I don't was, know who well, that is. But Danny McBride shows up in that movie. He has a tattoo of a little kid on his arm. Mm-hmm. I did oh, see the film. Right, well, he... Danny McBride and the, that film director tend to make these films about like terrible people, the Fiscal Way and uh-huh. Eastbound East and Vice uh, uh, Principals, the, the whole gemstones, the righteous gemstones. 
Okay. I'm I'm a dummy. He played himself. He played himself and this is the end. That guy. Oh, he played himself and this is the end. Uh is he African American? No, you're thinking of Craig Robinson. Is he from Canada and he was the one who's like thin and skinny? Oh, never mind. Look, his buddy's here. I got to go. My Uber ride's here. Two stars. Rabbit costume. Okay, look, the rabbit made him get an axe and go Uh to his school. And now he's going to use his super strength. This is a water main, not a quarter main. Quarterman's a great fan. Quarter Flash. In the librarian, wasn't uh, what's his name? ER guy, a a Quartermain? Oh, right. Because he's a librarian. Are you talking about that librarian series? Yeah. Isn't his last name Quartermain? I forget. Never mind. Okay. Now they're getting the great news the school is closed. Yay. We don't have to wait for the bus. Look at Jake. So the guy. No school today. Look in the 80s how we wore shirts with collars and, I don't know, the word isn't khakis. And we wore pants. They weren't jeans, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids do not well, do that in today. Ah, uh, principal shoes are wet. He sucks, principal. That's right. Now, look, super strength, super strength. They're like, that solid iron. How can you do that? And look, how high off the ground is it? How did he do he's it? Paul Bunyan. He he turned into Paul Bunyan. He got his axe blue mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> his axe blue. <laughs> he chopped off a. He he knocked off Look, a bunch of other. Maybe they. But who? Who? They're fine. Okay, so I we should really hear Seth Rogen's first line about the girl's tits. This is his first movie role, first movie line. I like your boobs. Yeah, me too. So they're obviously just creeping on her like assholes. So she's like, would you walk me home? What about the other girl? Other girl? Oh, oh, all right. It was just one girl. I'm sorry. I I think a a rabbit appeared and, and took me to a parallel movie where there's two girls. There's Chinita. Is that what you mentioned her? Chinita yeah. is yeah. not a love interest. Chinita is like uh, Jake's compa- I mean, Donnie's compassion for the living, the manipulated living. One of the reasons why he sacrifices himself is her. Ah, I think it's because he's just selfish. Mm-hmm. Well. I think I can help for as long as I can. I don't want to be around when the world ends. That's the only reason why he did it, is because he didn't want to be around when the world ends. Selfish. Selfish Darko. So now we learn that Gretchen isn't her real name. She had her change her name. Her stepfather was like a, a, a abusive, you know, he stabbed the mother with a knife. So he got away. So they ran to this new community and changed their name. He tells us everybody. 
Listen to this. He goes, he goes, Donnie Darko, what is that? You sound like a superhero or something. And he goes, what do you, what makes you think I'm not? So he knows that he has a superhero power. I don't know if he knows, but the universe knows, you know, it's in his brain. It's oh, a lot man, of metaphysical you... stuff going on here. Here's my impression of Carl receiving Southland Tales on DVD from Netflix. Oh, cool. Southland Tales is on DVD. Came with the belt today. Honey, <laughs> I'm blocking off the rest of the day to watch this movie. Don't I do not so want to be disturbed. Hold my calls. Hold my calls. And honey, honey, please, would hold you hold my calls while I watch this? Oh. Just sit here in this chair. I'm, I'm going to go into projection room. One in the screening room. Don't don't bother me for the next three and a half hours. Now, Donnie asks her out to like be a girlfriend, be his girlfriend, and surprise, surprise, she goes yes. Now, doesn't this remind you of, uh, of uh, Blue Velvet, the town when when Kyle McLaughlin's walking her home? I guess yes. It was super suburban and rich. Yeah. It's not yeah, really rich. rich. It's like uh, we're upper middle class. Their houses are far house? apart, and, you know. The lawns. But they still have sidewalks, and that means suburban neighborhood, which is not what the rich do. Oh, right. Okay, so now so there's more. Okay, let me just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to hypnotize. He is going to hypnotize him, okay? And we don't learn too right. much in this because he starts to get sexually excited. He's even going to jerk off, and she she zaps him out of it. But what's interesting is he refers to Christina Applegate. You know, he's talking about married with children. Uh, but there was right. a Alyssa Milano. What what was she in? What was that? Who's the boss? Oh yeah, right from who's the boss that was who was in the script and she said no and they went to christina applegate or they went to yeah okay i mean there's money in it sure he thinks he got paid money for being in a reference about an 80s movie well it yeah in the because, 80s. well i don't know Alyssa milana did it says legal reasons maybe maybe that's it maybe to avoid yeah. getting sued they switched you it know what the Spanish Who's the boss of Spanish is Kenneth L. S.A. Darko. S.A. Darko. S.A. Darko. I'm trying to rhyme S and. Oh, S.A. That means brother, I think you could say. S.A. S.A. Darko. I didn't do it right. Look, he's starting to masturbate. Look. And she goes, oh, shit. Clap, clap. What? what the hell? You have my pen. Why is this bottle up my ass? <laughs> Doctor. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I can't tell you that's, uh, that violates uh, doctor patient confidentiality. Now, that doctor hurt. That's Kathleen Ross. She was like in the graduate, and, you know, she was the star of the Stepford Wives. She was in Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. I mean, she was a big deal. She came out of retirement to do this film in like 99 or 2000. Huh. 2000, I think it was. 
And then the director's like, do you want to be a Southland Tales? It's like, yeah, I'll pass. I think I'm going to go retire again. You know what else sucks? She was paid scale. And so was the mom, by the way. Really? So he hates women. What? Uh-oh. Maggie, uh, how do you say it? Gillen Hall? What is it? Jake, right? Or, or Maggie? Yeah, what, what's the last name? Gillen Hall. Gillen Hall. Maggie Gillen Hall was paid bucks. I mean, she was paid, let's see. Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, Mona Lisa Smile. I mean, I know her from Batman. See, Batman was directed by Christopher yeah. Nolan, and Christopher Nolan was the guy who convinced them to put this in theaters. Yeah, because I'm sure he saw this film and he said, this director is something else. You know, this is, this is definitely uh, cool sounding. Now, look, now we established that Donnie is a crack shot. Okay. Okay. And they have a discussion yeah. about the Smurfs. <laughs> right. Well, that's what we did in the 80s. I'm telling you, guys are genius. It's like I went back 30 years. They had complete Here's permission the... from the Smurf people to talk about Smurfs don't fuck. Anna and Barbara gave the okay for that. <laughs> it was, they had to go through Brady. <laughs> you got to fill out this paperwork. Okay, Brady. And, and Jokey has a gift for you. There would be a basket. So the thing is, they allowed them to say, like, uh, they made Smurfs made pornographic movies, and Papa Smurf watched them, and they allowed it all. But the point the director's trying to make is Donnie's like, Smurfs have no dicks, and what's the point of life if you don't have a dick? You see the movie Slacker, the Richard Linklater movie, where it just goes around Austin all day and listening to people talk. These, these people talk about how the Smurfs uh, yeah. were there to make drama look normal, like to get you used to see blue people. <laughs> that sounds great. It's called what again? Slacker. That's Blacker. an old school movie. Okay, I'm writing. Yeah, it it's like a like yeah. I'm it's putting a bunch in my of Oh man, what a double feature right there! Southside Tales DVD followed by Slacker DVD. And it's a it goes around. Okay, okay. Now, once again, we see Grandma Deaf, who's the author of the book, and she keeps going to the mailbox to see if there's right. a right. And the bitchy asshole gym teacher lady, who's also a parent, you know, we get to n- dislike her again because she's like, "I'm gonna Ooh. call social services." Now, look, she just checked for mail, yeah. right? Yeah. But no, she no turns place. around. I mean, maybe mail's come now. Yeah. Well, what is time in a flat circle? The truth is she's waiting for a letter. She's waiting for a letter from someone who is a manipulated living. The next time there's a tangent universe. She wrote that book because somehow she was part of one. And she wrote that book for, I don't know if she was part of one. It's a mystery why she wrote the book. But but she expects that it's going to happen. And she'll get a letter from the person who. Ooh, emergency PTA meeting. That sounds dire. Well, the school was flooded. Yeah, but I mean, like, anytime you have to bring the parents in. I don't need to have a meeting. 
<laughs> thanks for the plugging. All our seats in the auditorium are soaking wet. Also, parents, thanks for coming to the auditorium tonight. Sorry about the seats. <laughs> Turn up the sound. Well, I, I wanted you to hear Kitty. She is like, I can't believe this filth is being taught in our schools because it talks about flooding. You know, the book uh, talks about flooding Watership the house. Oh, so Worship Down inspired Donnie Darko to flood the. Uh... Oh, taking pills. Gonna see some CGI. Now it's not Watership Down, it's The Deceivers, is that what it was called? By the right, author by Green Graham. Yeah. That's when you have an unripe uh, graham cracker. Yeah, Green Graham. It's got to be moldy, don't complain, eat your graham cracker. This chocolate milk is curdled, oh. do not complain. Oh, who's in the mirror? Uh, CGI monster, look at that. Look at that CGI. Wow, trippy. I wasn't expecting CGI in this movie. Right? You weren't expecting special effects in this movie. Trippy. Yeah, so that guy was in uh, Anchorman. Like, when they cut to the the, the camera crew, and the, the people Are on the Are you sure? It, you're talking the about the husband. And the husband shows up at South Park, uh, Southland Tales. Yeah, Osborne Harris Bud or whatever the guy's name is. Some weird name. He's so uninteresting that I kind of didn't look him up. Let's see here. <laughs> he, he is. Osborne Danny Darko dad. I've seen in Danny Darko scene. Didn't look him uh, up. He would, I did, I mean, literally, I did look him up. I just didn't write anything down. It was tri triple boring. Same thing with the little yeah. girl. She just went on to do S. Darko, and that's really interesting. Oh, here it is. No, no, that's not it. That's There's Mary McDonald, who right. was so excited that she got the part. She got, she got her first ever speeding ticket. Wow, that's a great story. She was driving to the steps. He was also paid scale. I heard you got a speedy ticket driving away from Southland Tales. Get that script away from me. Uh, Seth Rogen. Yeah, what? Seth Rogen. Okay, this whole guy's philosophy is that you're held back by your fear, okay? And you got to head towards the other end of the spectrum, which is love, okay? And if you look at every problem that you have in your life, it's all about your fear. And every success and everything great is all about love. Oh, you know what? That's say It makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. I've been doing this all ass backwards. <laughs> I was afraid you were. Oh, with fear. I was a fear. I love this. Uh, Danita gets uh, one. Hey. Wow, three books. Three books in school. What's the catch? <laughs> this is not too far off about the garbage that they have in school. That's on the auditorium. Stuff. 
Okay, now uh, Anita reads hers, and you know, this girl didn't study for school, so what she's gonna do is cheat. Now, is that fear or love? And Janita correctly chooses fear. Yeah. Well, there's also a love to cheating. There is a love to cheat. And when you get a good grade, you've succeeded. And that's love. Now, Donnie oh, reads a situation that's hypothetical, but it really doesn't have anything to do with fear or love. It's like returning a wallet and keeping the money. That's not done out of fear. It's like done out of being a jerk. Now, this is not the director's cut. This, this scene is actually in the movie. Yeah. Cut <laughs> that out. Look at Donnie's. Stop talking back to the teacher, dude. Yeah, really. That's Rogan. Embarrassing. Just to prove it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have they ever been in another movie together? Uh, and Seth not, I don't think so. I didn't look up Seth Rogen just because he's so known. I don't need to tell yeah. anybody. This guy was the doctor in MASH, you know. Right, right. <laughs> this guy was in Creeper Creepers as Ambulance Man 1. Okay, so she tells Kitty to shove it up her ass. And so he's in the principal's office and they've suspended him from after school activities. Oh no. Well, anyway, the parents are doing it all like smirking, like what our son said is cool, but we're yeah. not respectable. So we're still going to have a smirky face on it. He does not buy this shit. <laughs> Yeah, I guess this is all 80s, right? This is what they did in the 80s. So weird. So look at his dad. <laughs> he's going to vote for Dukakis, I think, in this universe. Yeah, he's not going to vote for Dukakis in any tangent universe. <laughs> There's no way. He's going to dress down the teacher. Now she's getting a talking to from Kitty and really like getting spewed out, kind of. Even though I'm getting paid scale, I just want to take the opportunity to tell you to shove it. <laughs> I'm getting paid scale too. It was on, actually on the set of Charlie's Angels that Drew Barrymore and Richard Kelly agreed that she, her, you know, flower films would do it. It was, they, they produced it for four and a half million dollars and Barry Moore had to have a part. Um, yeah, did a good it, role in this. It was going to go straight to video or to the television stars. So anyway, it, it through the influence, they got to the 2001 Sundance Film Festival and this new market films that we know is the host of this channel did release it in October, even though it was right after 9-11. Right. Well, we had changed the plans. We originally wanted to release it before any national tragedy, but, you know, here we are. And it was Christopher Nolan who said to New Market, come on, guys. Put it Can't in, put in the movie theater. Yeah, put it in the movie theater. People don't want to watch movies at home. Yeah, they no. got to go to the movies. Noah gets his first real part. I mean, Donnie asks about time travel. 
and right. he's a teacher and it's interesting. Nita somehow's listening. I don't know why. Because it's a bad world. Mad world. I'm sure Astarka is like, everybody wants to rule the world. <laughs> you know, the father who's a no-name, it was Tim Robbins who was the first choice. Oh, he would have been a good father. Like He has the same kind of hobbit look to him. Yup. Right? would have been a perfect father. Well, now, I give a shout out to him. It was 2001, oh, right? How old? I don't know. He would have looked the part. He would have looked fine. He's kind of ageless. Mm -hmm. I saw him in a movie called Eyes. I-E-Y-E-S. Eyes. Uh -huh. And it's about a video that that uh, boy recorded stuff. He got a video camera for his birthday in the 80s. And he recorded TV shows and himself. And it's a parody of just, it's all shot on video. It's a parody of the 80s. Netflix. Eyes. Plural? Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. Hulu. It's on Hulu. I can't get it on Netflix DVD. <laughs> no, you can try it on Netflix DVD, but you can just go to Hulu and watch it. <laughs> that could take a tab. They don't have them that many movies. This is all so shot in um, a high school, Loyola High School in L.A. This really isn't in, the, you know, Richard Kelly grew up in middle, uh, in a Virginia town, similarly named. Oh. But he didn't. The Southland Tale in the second movie goes full on L.A. parody. You LA saw LA it? Parody. Oh, I've seen it a hundred million times. hundred million times. Okay. Where do I see it if not DVD, right? It has to be DVD. Yeah, you can see it on DVD. I don't I mean, I never checked it in to see if it's on one of the streaming services. Okay, so it's, um, he's showing the book that the teacher gave him, and it is The Philosophy of Time Travel. And it was written by that old lady they almost run over all the time. They're, you know, they're learning. Oh, they nearly killed an author. That's right. Yeah, even. Uh-oh, slow motion trampoline, ironic. Why is it ironic? Because it's a fun time thing, but looks menacing when you slow it down. It doesn't look fun anymore, and that's the irony. Okay. Now I get it. You know what irony is. I do. Um, irony was, I think, what it was 800 BCE, right? That's that was the Irony uh -huh. Age. Um, that's right. I'm, well, that's what you did before temp, uh, before your temp job. You irony all the clothing you had. <laughs> yeah, well, look good. I'm gonna, you know what I'm gonna do, shirt. I'm gonna put you. I'm gonna wear you like pants. Oh, the irony. Are you ironing your shirts? Okay, so oh. now what we're learning is about, like, Frank says that there's a time travel, and the old lady, you know, the author said, whispered in his ear and said, 
that every living thing dies alone. And now he's like, I don't want to die alone. And he he's when he says alone, he doesn't just mean people. He means God. And he just doesn't think if there's a God anymore because it's a ridiculous question. You can never know and you'll die not knowing. So he doesn't talk about it anymore. And oh. yeah, Frank wants him to time travel. That's that's just hinted at, actually. This movie didn't make any sense. I'm falling asleep. Carl, Carl, this movie's boring the shit out of me. I'm sorry. Okay, no, let me try to find something back. interesting. No, uh, I'm back. I'm back, man. Wait. Uh, okay, the infomercials from Patrick Swayze were actually shot at Patrick Swayze's ranch in Calabas, California. Isn't that interesting? Oh, I am so wide awake to hear that. That's exciting. Oh, man. Well, yeah, in 2003, actually... Richard Kelly released the Donnie Darko book. Wow, a whole book? Mm-hmm. It could. Well, I know, like, if you get the DVD, they have the Patrick Crazy video, the Suffer and Funk DVD extra. Like, they, they edited it, to, you know, to make it like a maybe seven minute long, kind of SNL sketchy <laughs> uh, video thing. It's funny, yep. you know. It's, uh, and you can see bits and pieces from it that they used in the movie. So it makes sense yeah. to shoot the whole thing and use it as a source. Now, the director, before he finished the script, he was high and he was watching football, just like they are now. And the commentator, uh, Madding, like, did these drawings on the frozen frames of where the players would go. And then he hit play, and of course, they went there. So being stoned as shit, he got this idea that everything would have a trail coming out of its stomach, leading you. Oh, that explains. Yeah, that's such a weird. Look at that. It looks like I'm watching the abyss. The abyss <laughs> too. The, abyss, the suburbs. Maggie. So the way his father's going to go is predestined, which is straight to video. <laughs> right. It's the control room. The dark the is sister. Yeah. So now Donnie sees his own. And he likes it because, like, yeah. he's like schizophrenic, is he? See, that's the thing about this film. They're, he's supposed to be a schizophrenic, but if all this is real, it's the tangent universe, right? Well, he's in control, I guess, or like, I don't know. He's got to get convinced to to save the real universe. See? But first, but first he has to go to the... Uh windowsill where the learning aroma of pie has uh, swept his nostrils into the room. Oh, no, wait, CGI. Wait, so he finds a gun or something like that? Right, he finds a gun. It's, it, he was led there by, I don't know, his destiny bubble or something to find it. They spent some serious CGI money on this movie. It's like I'm watching uh, James Cameron. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, got me a gun. It feels good. Now we hear a plane flying overhead super low, just foreshadowing that somehow a plane is involved in his saving the world. Huh. 
I'll check mark that for later. 12 days left. I think I was done with high school in 88. You were, you graduated in it. 87. Oh, okay, okay. So in 88. I was in a, I was in college. You went to Brandeis. In, yeah. And I would send you letters. Yeah, that's right, girl. And I would come visit that's and get ill. <laughs> <laughs> which we won't talk about on a podcast okay yeah. now he doesn't get to kiss her but it's not because she doesn't want to kiss she just wants to do it in a time that's like perfect in which the world is a nice place you know and right now there's this guy staring at him and it's the faa guy even though we don't really doesn't really get explained yeah so her like affection and kissing and everything like it's part of the trick the the lure she's manipulated dead yeah that guy's so weird he was just like hanging out like that yeah so now they learn that their friend their son has an imaginary friend you know and it's they get right. shocked you mean my son is a crazy i mean he's schizophrenic these things and he talks to a bunny rabbit. Meet so. Harvey. Right. Have you seen the movie Us? US or uh Jordan Field movie? Maybe. A lot of a lot of rabbits in that one. It's like evil doppelgangers that hang out at uh uh beach. Evil beach. doppelgangers, they take your form. Yeah, they like hang out in the fun houses they've been waiting for the escape and take over. They're like, it's a family and they see like a bunch of evil families and uh -huh. it's like evil and it's after each other. But there's a lot of rabbits in that movie. Did I watch it? Yeah, it's good. Did What's it like called again? Out? DVD? You. U.S. U.S. Uh-huh. What year? Oh gosh. 2018, 2019. Oh, so it's I can stream it. Okay, this is boring. Yeah. Look at the money they spent. Yeah, oh I know. Like then you get the director's cat and like even more special effects. Special effecty. When in doubt. I don't know. I think this is a great film. Are you interested? I love this movie. Yeah, it's a, it was a huge influence when I saw it. I couldn't believe a film like this existed. It's pretty cool. This is before like every like every cheap movie is like, oh, there's time travel involved. I think we're in a cheap time loop. <laughs> How do you mean? Well, by saying we're in a time loop, I just saved $2 million in special effects. <laughs> right? That's a time travel movie. Oh, we're time traveling. Yeah? Yeah, I guess we are. Okay. Boom. <laughs> no money spent. You know what I would like is like um, a, um, a time travel movie that really does explain what they're doing. Not like, we found a wormhole. We pushed the right. way back machine. Well, I should mentioned we just saw the scene where Andrew and uh, Noah are making fun of Donnie Darko's name. Like, 
I had to admit the fact that they're dating kind of adds something to the movie. Yeah. I think so too. Now, yeah. What we're getting now is this whole pitch about fear and, you know, it's that good morning, I can't hear you. Good morning. You know, it's the standard <laughs> motivational. Correctional School 187, let's hear it. I didn't mean the Correctional School, that was the 187 number. I came up with a PS number. PS 187. Up, oh, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen sighting. He's got a. He, he went to the barbershop and said, Give me a Swayze. Yeah. Dirty Dancing. Oh, oh Frank. Yeah. That's the name of the rabbit. Oh. Uh, coincidence? I think not. Uh oh, chaos in the auditorium. Hi, I'm too short for a microphone stand. Yeah. All he right. says like he gets bullied and he wants to learn how to fight. And Patrick Swayze's like, that is the fear talking, boy. Yeah. Wow, there's like a big age difference. Uh-oh, here comes Donnie. Yeah, here comes the smart ass. Huh, what, Donnie? Donnie, that's outrageous. How rude! Oh my God, he's disrupting the auditorium. I feel he's sorry like for that. you, son. You little self-righteous white boy. Well, I'm just saying, you know, uh, I live at home. So he's being personally attacked, you know, like how much are they paying you for being here? And I think you're the uh, the devil or I forget exactly what he says. Lucifer. He is the, devil. the Antichrist. He is the devil. That's what he says. The Antichrist. Wow, that's a great stream. Well, of course the school is banned these days. That's beautiful. There's one lady in the audience who goes on to be an actress of little note, but I've seen her face and stuff. Oh, Meryl Streep right there. Right, Meryl Streep. That's right. Oh, it's yeah. Fran Drescher. <laughs> wow. Holy what cow. All right. All right, Donnie. Your rough shenanigans are out of here, right. you. Go sit down. Go sit down next to the other people. Yay. Yay, he told us what. Now he's ranting and, you know, and like, calm down and. He can't, he's wired up. He's the living receiver. He's receiving the artifact. I do like the little hangout place where they got like a full on couch in the middle yeah. of the And he drinks alcohol and shoots guns at bottles. And it's right across the street from the house of uh, the author. So he's going to write her a letter, right? Yes, he is. Be like, I fucked with your face. I fucked you up, man. You were expecting a letter. Here it is. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> While you're sleeping, I did a mustache. 
<laughs> I wasn't even hypnotized. I, I was completely conscious when I did it. Now he admits that he's been seeing stuff like hallucinating, like those time uh, bubble things from the abyss. And they're all in that book. Oh, yeah. Bling, 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 Okay, so now they're having a heart-to-heart about time travel, if it's possible, and if you're doing, it's, you know, if you could see your own future, wouldn't you do something different? He goes, not if you're following God's plan or God's path. And then he's like, I can't have this conversation with you. I might lose my job. And then, like, he's really cool about it. And he says, okay. Well, I think this is a great scene. This is where basically the teacher says, you know what? This is just, I can't. This is not my favorite. You know? <laughs> right. I'm at the school. What more do you want from me? This Noah Weil, you know he was in ER and he won an Emmy there. But uh, he was also like one of the guys in A Few Good Men, one of the accused. And he was Steve oh, wow. Jobs in, in Pirates of Silicon Valley. That's right, with Michael Anthony Hall playing. Uh, right. Uh, I enjoyed that. He was playing Bill Gates. Right. Right. And, well, of course, The Librarian. Like- it's a franchise. Yeah, that's like PBS. It's like, coming up next, the librarian's war. More librarians. <laughs> that's right. Are you are you on a cliffhanger from Librarians 3? Well, don't worry. PBS got you covered. <laughs> we went ahead and did a fourth Librarians movie. What? It's true. That's crazy. You would figure PBS would have plenty of things to air. Not true. <laughs> Uh, Donnie Bar- Darko got a little bump in 2016 because the calendar days of October that year fell the same. Oh, wow. Oh, that's right. I had a Donnie Darko catalog, uh, uh, calendar back then. Now he, has, he finds a wallet, and the wallet is the guru guy he hates, Patrick Swayze. And then the rabbit's like, now you know where he lives. Oh, so the rabbit threw it there. Here's the the philosophy of time travel, and he's showing it yeah, to. I think there's more of this in the in director's cut. He actually says yeah. in the director's cut that you you can stop taking your pills; they're a placebo, letting us know. Oh, that's that, interesting. Yeah. Huh, but not in the movie. The original movie. Right, not in the movie that got dropped. I don't know why. It just seems like. More on more. I mean, like, he's pretty fucked up to begin with. He doesn't need to be taking placebos. <laughs> oh, how 80s is now, that? Now we get a Seth Rogen, uh, like we get a lot of Seth Rogen. Oh, right on. So they're saying. Yeah, what if you showed babies nice images? They would grow up nice then. Like they didn't think it through. Like maybe babies need their sleep at night. They part the darkness is part. I am G. What a great idea, Carl. <laughs> I am G. 
Z I G. O M G. O M G. O M G. Oh, look at those okay. guys. So yeah, now let's hear some okay. Seth Rogen stuff. Here he goes. Oh, oh, that's awful. <laughs> like out, out, you are fired. Yeah, there's the same thing in the box. Like this student acts like a total dick to Cameron Diaz. Like this says nasty shit. Oh, if time is right. Kissing. Kissing. Now she was in the Hunger Games, this Jenna Malone. What, 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 part, what, uh, what territory was she from? Was she from like the rich territory? Or was she I, from, don't like, the... <laughs> I don't know. Now check this out. They're gonna go see, you already know, um, the evil dead. But originally they intended to have Donnie and Gretchen go see Chud nineteen eighty four. Doug, really? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, this is, this is kind of cool. Like, it's pop culture and pop culture, you know? Like, well, guess why they couldn't them. do Chud? Uh, there were problems why? finding out who owned the rights to the movie. It's in the title. It's a, it's a cannibalistic humanoid underground. Bar. <laughs> they own the rights. It's got to go to the sewer in New York City. Yeah. They didn't pay money for the Evil Dead footage. This uh, Sam Raimi, is that his name? Yeah, right. That's the director. He gave it to Timothy Kelly. I was yeah. talking to my good friend Chris Nolan. He told me what great movie you were doing. So here, just take the kids. Make Southland Tales afterwards. Now, Donnie is a little annoyed with Rabbit. Why do you always wear that stupid rabbit costume? Take it off. Oh, and then the rabbit says, why do you wear her in costume? Right. Like, Whoa. Exactly. Burn. Burn. Oh. Take it off. Frank the rabbit, you turn the tables on me. Have you ever seen a Halloween costume that looks like that? Never. Never. Only now look. Movies. Look at Frank's eye. Now, the Frank we're seeing is the boyfriend of his sister. So why doesn't he go, you're, you know, you're Frank, the guy I know, yeah. you know? He doesn't do that. Listen, wouldn't you want to see your girlfriend's boyfriend fucked up like that? Yeah. Now look yeah. how Gretchen sleeps through the whole thing. He has to. Right. He's well, also he the manipulated death. Plus, the movie's pretty boring. Mm -hmm. It's slow. No Evil Dead too. She's not the Evil Dead. She's the manipulated dead. All right, they're talking. What do you mean the world's going to die? Well, he goes, when's this going to end, Frank? And he goes, you should already know that. So, oh, he, is I don't so know. Cool. It's some sort of distortion, and we see the house of Patrick Swayze. And he's like, you could burn it down. Oh, yeah. I think it's kind of cool to, to fuck up this movie because it's such a weird movie anyway. Like, right? It's like The Living Dead. Yeah. And, uh, 
different uh, evil time works. There it is. Burn Swayze's house. Burn down his yeah. ranch. Watch, he's disappeared. See that? Yeah. What's double feature? What's the, the other movie they're saying? Huh? The other, oh darn, I, I, I read it, that and I didn't, I didn't copy it. I didn't think it was think important. Right. I, there it is. Oh no, that's Evil Dead. So he leaves Gretchen sleeping in the theater. Does he notice it doesn't really exist? Oh, here we go. Evil Dead, the left temptation of Christ. Yeah, wow, that's that right. Wow. Well, it's supposed to be scary. It would make a good Halloween. Now, for the uh, first time ever, we don't see Chinita like the victim. She's leading something now. She's doing something. Right. Now, she's a lot good. of people think it's funny. And one guy shouts out, you suck, like towards the end. But she doesn't. She's like. Yeah. She's no sparkle motion. <laughs> There's Sparkle Motion getting ready. And, and do you think a star code is all about Sparkle Motion? Betty says, if you feel like throwing up, Sally, just swallow it. She goes, okay. That's like bring it on. Okay, now the internet tells me that Donnie starts the fire without a match, but. And he's supposed to be have that's supposed to be one of his superpowers, fire. But I don't oh, know. Yeah, he right. uses gasoline to. I don't know. Well, he don't forget, like he burns a certain part of the guy's house to reveal something. So he maybe had to use the gasoline to. Uh, no, but if it. you can, I've actually saw a fire like in my house, and it spreads. You don't need gasoline. Didn't Waterman save the day of this? Good point. <laughs> yeah. Sparkle motion. So you know, I don't. You ever seen the movie Welcome to the Dollhouse? Uh, no. Maybe. The the main character's sister also is in like some kind of dance group. Oh. Now you like, know what song the they're name. doing, right? Everybody wants to. You don't know? Well, let's take a listen. No, let's take a listen. Oh, the reflex. Good guess. It's right. notorious. Oh, the notorious. I thought it was the river reflex. Now, it was supposed to be Pet Shop Boys. In a western town in Denon world. But they didn't get the song. It would have been more apt. So they did Notorious. Notorious. And it would have what been a direct? totally different feeling. Right. Do you remember the video for Notorious? Wasn't it? No, it was a reflex where it was the Pet Smoke performing live. And somehow water starts bursting out of the giant right. video trees above the... Duran Duran. And the yeah. car... <laughs> Yeah. Like a, like a waterfall. Yeah, right. Which I'm sorry, that's a little problematic. They probably get electrocuted in those. 
Now look, see, Donnie's doing gasoline. Now we don't see a match. Yeah. See, it just flames. But I don't know. I think Donnie, we could have just not seen the lighter, but the internet insists he just did it out of his will. Does this look like the Nirvana video? Mosquito! It's mosquito! It's a millennial version. There you go. Weed anus. Come on now. Weed anus. Entertainus. <laughs> All right. Anus. Here we are now. Weed anus. Weed. It's the millennial version. There's Chinita. Oh, so what's the big line is I, I'm starting to uh down your commitment to sparkle um, lotion. lotion. Yeah, well, that's coming up. Uh, it's not time yet. You see, Donnie had to burn down the house so that that woman couldn't go to L.A. so that her mother and her daughter, the daughter could be on the plane that will have a jet right. engine ripped off of it to resolve the paradox between the primary universe and the tangent universe, thus saving the primary universe. And you could say, like, wow, Richard Kelly, you did a great job with time travel. Best of luck in your next movie. I wonder what it's going to be about. And he's still, like, in Southland Tales, and I'm not spoiling anything. There's time loops in that movie, too. It's fucking amazing. Really? Yeah. Why do you see Southland Tales? No, I'm not going to watch it. You've spoiled it. Oh, screw you. <laughs> Okay, now we That's... find out, just like you said, Patrick Swayze has been arrested because the fire revealed child pornography and pedophile stuff. Kitty porn in his basement. A kitty porn dungeon is the way it was described. So now he's totally disgraced. Wow. I guess. And that was required like to get the mom on that plane. Six days left, Mike. Six days in May. It's six days in May. This is my life. You're you're making fun. These are songs from the big chair, Carl. Carl from the big chair. These are songs from the big chair. It's it's big. Okay, so now Drew Barrymore is f -f -f fired. Get out of here. Work the week and yeah. and pack your stuff yeah. and skedaddle. And it's go, I go. guess because You're of the book. Oh, because of the destructors? Grand yeah, Green? I guess. Still on that? Now ah. And nobody heard but oh, Danita. Oh, yeah, there she is. That is Their lunch. <laughs> oh, well. Bye, Drew. My mind's eye. It's <laughs> <laughs> like they're crying. Wee, wee, wee. 
Uh, so there you go. Uh, these are songs from the big chair, Carl. Okay, Listen. whatever that means. Do you mean the big chill? I don't know what the big chair is. No, Fears for Fears, which God forbid they see even call themselves that, had an album where it was like songs from the big chair. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, songs from the big chair. Oh, all right. I was going to make fun of it. I thought you guys were pretentious, but <laughs> oh, no. Look at that. Kitty Dungeons. Now, in order to get the living receiver to fulfill his destiny of saving the primary universe, the manipulated dead must create, and the manipulating living must create a insurance trap that ensures the guy's going to do it. And that's what's going on. They're setting up. All right. She's saying, listen, you got to go. Yeah, she's saying. Oh, this is, I doubt your commitment to sparkle motion. Whoa, there's the money shot. But I do like how she's like, she's kind of dressed down a bit when she, when she comes with problems, mm -hmm. you know, like. It, it tries to give her like a little bit of some, a little dimension. She was the, um, the nitty knit you know the little fuss pocket uh fuss bucket of what was it it was little miss sunshine and she was like the registration lady sorry you can't uh, i have to see that movie here it is i you should listen to your dedication Yeah, there's the money on it. That's yeah, the cult line right it there. Hey, we did it. Uh oh, evil Frank. It up, it's uh, getting Yeah. Yeah, eight days remain. What the fuck's wrong with my son? Yeah, I know. That's Frank. Son. Mom, I can't explain. Please don't make me explain. He's like, I'm going away. I have to go. Your sister's in charge. She'll drive you to therapy. And he's like, how does it feel to have a cuckoo bird for a son? And she's like, pretend, you know, it feels wonderful. She's like, she loves her kid and very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Good for her. Good for her. Yeah. If I had a kid, I'd love that bitch. Bet. <laughs> well, you know, honey, I was expecting a jet engine to land on you, but here we are. Do what you got to do, and then when you're ready to die from a jet engine, we can, of course, correct the universe. But, you know, mm -hmm. you do you. It is what it is. You do you. Uh-oh, how many days remain, Carl? Oh, no, we don't get a... Look, he wrote his letter. Darko. Darko. They laugh at it. No, Wyland, uh, Drew Barrymore laugh at his name, like, as if to say, come on. No, I don't think it was at his name. I think it was just like he's a character. I I always took it as they were laughing at his name too. Look, cellar door. Uh -oh. You see cellar door on the chalkboard? Uh huh. Why? No, it's just you, Carl. You're crazy. 
Now, Drew Barrymore, she's part of the one of the manipulated living. Look, these people, they know they're going to be destroyed, even though they don't. In 28 days, they'll do anything to save themselves. So they get, they set the stage for the insurance trap, and that is cellar door. At the insurance trap, he's going to go down into the cellar, you'll see. You see, it was 1955. Okay. J.R.R. Tolkien said, sure. declared that the most English-speaking people will admit that cellar door is beautiful. The phrase, cellar door, it's the perfect English phrase. Do you uh, agree? That, <laughs> that, that, no, no, I think you guys will agree. Okay, you should listen now, because now's the touching moment with, with Chinita. Okay. That's your catchphrase. Now look, she wrote Donnie right. Darko's name on her book with a heart. Yeah. Yeah, what a dick. Now she wear yeah. he wears her earmuffs as if to say, like, not I'm carrying you, but I'm connect like. So now we have well, he drama. She he he said. I'm creep. And she's like, oh my God, I can't believe I like you. And she ran off. He's like, no, I'm going to wear a part of you. Like, uh -oh, no, right. This is where he talks funny. He's going to talk funny, right? Like, he gets into like Frank's voice. No, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't get into Frank's voice. He. Okay. She, she, he's admitting that he flooded the school and he burnt the house, you know, and she's really scared. And he's like, did Frank tell you to do these things? And the answer is yes. And like he, this big thing is coming, which is supposed to be the end of the world. So he's like, I see Frank right now. And he now knows like, uh, remember he's hypnotized. So he's being honest. He knows that he's got to make a choice to do the right thing, and he doesn't want to do it. He's he wants to live. He's scared. Right. I'm telling you, he's selfish. It's only when he realizes that if he's going to continue this way, the world's going to end. That he says, "All right, I'll do something about it." <laughs> right? Like it's raining. You're letting all the water in. Yeah, fine. I'll and then when you get wet, you're like, "I'm the door." No, but Mike. <laughs> To save the universe means he dies. He dies. Well, you know, he knows it's a fake universe. He should have done it a long time ago. No, in the primary universe, he won't exist anymore. He'll be smushed by a jet engine. Right, I'm aware of that. But he's, <laughs> he's so funny. Now he's like, I see, I see Frank right now. Oh no! He looks up at the sky. Uh oh! I'm acting. Oh, I'm acting. I'm Jake Kilgore. I'm acting. I'm acting. I'm acting. 
he was acting his acting debut was City Slickers in ninety one as like one of the kids. Oh, interesting. I guess. Well, he was in Bubble Boy. You ever see that piece of shit? Yeah, Bubble Boy. You wanted us to see it. He was in that. He was in Jar. Yeah, I wanted to see... Well, he was in a bunch of really good, like, kind of over-the-top movies you can find on Netflix. He did Okra and the uh, Elvis Buzzsaw is a good one. It's another mm-hmm. over-the-top film. Oh, nice. Have you seen Nightcrawler? That's a good That's one. a great film. I loved him in that. <laughs> yeah, he was creepy in that. And I loved like him he, in he, Source he, Code. Source Code, yeah. Good old Source Code. What a bummer that movie. More time travel, like, just, sort of. Kind of. Well, yeah, it's a time loop. You know, and then he, at the end, he's like, I'm going to move left because you're going to hit, try to hit me on the right side. Ha ha. I took your handcuffs because I know the last time I got handcuffed. <laughs> Look at that. Man. So now, and then it's like, he, fine. Yeah. go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 I was just pissed about that movie. Go ahead. It's just a plot point. She, she got into Harvard. And so, like, the, oh, FAA guy. Yeah, what's up with that? Nothing ever comes of it. So. Oh, this is like high school students party, Carl. This is what it's like. Well, because she got into Harvard and the parents are away, they do a party. And at this party, I mean, it's got like a, he's got like a day left. It's like tonight's the night, I think. And who should right. come over but manipulated, live, uh, dead, his girlfriend, Jenna, Gretchen. And they're even going to do it. Look at this. This guy's never been born in the 80s. And he's got people dressed up like Hulk Hogan. And Ronald Hogan Reagan. Nailed yeah, nailed it. Well, it, it was a movie. I'm sure that they had art directors, right? I'm telling you, this guy's a genius. <laughs> this film is genius. I wish he was genius because I want him to. Okay, so now she doesn't know the parents are away. She's like, call me the second you get this. Your son is going to do something bad. I don't know what. He's going to shoot up the school. Okay. Manipulated yes. Dead comes over and says her mother is missing. It's got to be the stepfather who stabbed her, you know, and the police said to go somewhere where she felt safe. So. so and I heard you done. at a party. And I wasn't I invited. But, you know, my stepdad's going to try to kill me. So I figured, well, maybe I should come to this party that she didn't invite me to. That's the only reason why I'm here. That's the thing. Yeah, you're right. She shows up for that reason. She wasn't invited. <laughs> wow. Oh, look at all the little rabbit skulls. Oh, sister knows. Gothic uh, sister. Okay, now, she's very distraught about her mother, and she's upset, and her mother might be getting killed. Who knows? And uh, so what choice does she make? She makes love to Donnie Darko, who loses his virginity. Well, then he realizes, well, you did it. 12 hours to spare. Yeah, I'm not a virgin anymore. And you, and, my, right. and you can go to heaven, porn star, ghost. Yeah, right. Yeah, meatballs three. I did it. I did it, God. I got the, the nerds yeah. laid. I'm All Mae right, West Sally. over here. <laughs> <laughs> she was doing Mae West that entire movie. 
He says the ghost of a porn star talks like Mae West. Yeah. He didn't do oh, our research talking. for that film. Okay, yeah. now, so, the sister's like, where's my boyfriend, Frank? And the answer is, he went on a beer run. Oh, this is where the audience goes, oh, now everything makes sense, I think. Now I get it. Okay, they're coming back from L.A. with the good news that they made it into the semifinals. Notorious. Not <laughs> notorious. Oh, Star Search, right, with Ed McMahon. Yep, with Ed McMahon. Okay, Adam. here's the new comedian. His name is Sidbad. Wow, that was great. Wasn't there like a there's some country singer that dominated that show? I liked Sinbad. He wasn't threatening at all. He was without that. He had orange Sinbad. hair. You would you think know, he's bad, he's, but he's without that. He's, uh -oh. he's, he's that got sin and he's got bad in his name, right? Sin right. and bad. Sin. Sin being the Spanish word with without. And then bad, meaning he's without that. Sin as without God. He's sinning. He's sinning all the time and he's bad. Well, sinning he's, is bad. He's not without bad. Oh, okay, That's what's going on with that. Donnie? What's going on with Donnie? He looks all fucked up. What's with Richard Kelly? I think he's fucking drunk behind the camera. Could it be it's time? What's this? He's oh, getting led somewhere. Frank was here, went to get beer. Why should he know about Frank? Frank is the rabbit's name. Right. Who would leave us? So his sister didn't write those notes like Bones to Caucus. Now his sister wrote that? Uh, Frank wrote it, and he wrote it in the same font that he wrote They Made Me Do It. Oh, and then it's time. So now, <laughs> Donnie sees through a wormhole. And he starts to understand how it has to be him who goes and gets that jet engine. Right. He's got to do it with his telekinesis. Go ahead. Box me in the head. So now he's like, the time is near. I have to go talk to the author. She's the only one who will know what's going on, what I have to do. So he goes and he's like, he's going to put the letter in her mailbox. But, uh, but that right. is the insurance trap. The manipulated living have brought him there. So by manipulating those are the two friends that Donnie Narco has proving he has friends. Right? It's, all, it's Drew Barrymore for mentioning Cellar Door and talking about the destructors. Right. It's Noah for telling him about time travel. These people are compelled by something they don't understand to, to like act and play a role so that Donnie gets, you know, I mean, it's it's uh, Gretchen, it's the guy getting, you know, it's the reason that the parents got put on the plane. It's now he sees what does he see? The door to the cellar, right? Yeah, weird. So he thinks there's something in there for me. Uh huh. It's the Twister family. They're hiding from a Twister. Twister, yes, it is. You can come out now. 
<laughs> Where's my cow? I have my cow right there. What happened to my cow during the twister? The twister oh, happened. happened. Yeah. <laughs> it was a sight to be seen. I swear to God, if I paid a mission, I'd be like, I got my money's worth. If you saw that cow fly in the air, whoa, boy. Oh, twister. It's a real movie with the real cow. No, no twisters were harmed in the making of this movie, but we fucked up the livestock. <laughs> no CGI cows were harmed. Your eyes might have hurt from looking at that CGI for 96, but yeah, well, it was no cow. Wow, look, there's a piano in the cellar. This is a gin joint. See, there's really nothing down there for them, and he's a little confused, but it was Seth Rogen. Oh, I don't even remember this part. This is This is what gets Gretchen down on the ground, you see, and hurt. Right. Seth Rogen. Boogie. Boo. Now he's really he's sort of like doing him harm. He's holding him down. He's got a knife to his throat. Yeah. Must be like partying with Dave Franco. Yeah, right. Your brother couldn't come out tonight? No, the cops won't let him out. Gotta hang with me. Okay, here comes the red car. Frank is in the car, okay? And that's the one he passed in the beginning of the film. Now, who comes out? Who comes out to check if there's any mail? Oh, the old lady. Yeah. And so to swerve out of the way of the old lady, who got her letter finally, he runs Gretchen right. over. And she's dead. Boom. Oh no, and then it's gonna be pathetic because it's gonna be the guy in that Halloween costume like, what happened? Yeah, exactly right. With his California plates. It's in Virginia. I know. Insane clown posse shows up. What a clown. Beat it, clown. <laughs> <laughs> There's like, Gretchen, wake up, wake up. Yeah, oh, did we run you over? Can you believe this clown? <laughs> Can you believe this clown? Look at the tire oh, no. tracks. Wait a minute, when he goes back to real universe where he, he allows the jet to land on him and then people live? Yeah. He doesn't even know who he is, right? Like, they never right. meet. That's right. They're Frank. They, but they'll all be haunted in their dreams about it. Now, look. Remember, he's a crack shot, we learned, and he stole a gun. Yes, and? And his eye looks pretty healthy to me. Right. No gun. No gun. What's your point? Oh. Dead is dead, Frank. Oh, that's why Frank haunts him, because he knows he's going to kill him. So he tells the clown, run home and tell your parents that everything's going to be okay. I guess it's because Donnie has now decided he's going to do it. That's right. how his oh, eye got fucked up. Wow. It all comes together. Meanwhile, the fucking time travel lady is just hanging out in the middle of this. She got her letter. Yeah. She found her letter. She's going in to read it. Now they in the director's cut there's a necrophilia scene. Really? I don't know. No, 
No. It's a threesome with Frank and Gretchen. <laughs> they said, listen, for the home release, oh, look, Blockbuster is going to make a Blockbuster. Yeah, card. did you see the Blockbuster cards? They might want to see a video yeah. tonight. Just like the 80s. I'm going to go rent Johnny uh, Darko from Blockbuster. I'll be right back. They didn't have, all they had was Estarco. All they have is well, Estarco. Why would someone make a sequel to this movie? I don't know, and I didn't watch it, but reports are that it's really quite weak. Look, look. Oh, it's really, yeah, look. The skies are dark. It's fucked up. Yup. Could it be a black hole is forming? Oh, I fucked this shit up. Oh, I really fucked this shit up. This better be a time hole loophole. <laughs> better be a dream. Ew, he's got his dead girlfriend. Yeah, he's got his dead girlfriend in the front seat. See, he, with his love of his life gone, uh, you know, the only way he can save her and everybody like Chinita is to do his duty. What is that going to do that he just lies in his bedroom and waits for the dead engine to land on him? Yeah. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pam Dastics books the best of San Francisco. Paint dry. It's been over one long year. Watching movies, bad, strange, and weird. Commandeer by Michael. Hi, this is Carl. I'm Mike's friend. I I wrote this song. My turn on is our French poodles. Michael? Spiegel. It's like in Lord of the Rings, the Spiegel. Michael? It is like Lord of the Rings. Welcome to Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. That theme song was courtesy of Carl. The other stuff playing over the beginning of the theme song was courtesy of me. (laughs) Who still can't figure out this part! We are professionals, ladies and gentlemen. We are professionals. Carl, show your cards to the gentlemen and the ladies. Yeah, this is my professional mic card issued. Search your mic. Oh, you know what? I'm losing you again. Okay, how about now? All right. Yeah, better. All right, well, we are streaming this live here on February 25th. 2019, uh, we watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you. You watch the movie and listen to our podcast at the same time. Oh, it's Sunday the 24th. There we go. Sunday the 24th of yeah. February. 
So don't that check's not going to clear till tomorrow, Carl. Okay, so I had yeah, okay, because you wrote the twenty fifth on it. Okay. All right, so yeah, it's the twenty fourth, and we are uh, going to watch a full length movie on YouTube. You will watch the movie with us and listen to us at the same time. You have to. That's the, 